Local Content Podcast, your go-to source for content creation, strategy, and business inspiration. I'm your host, Mel Daniels, content strategist, coach, and speaker, empowering women across the globe to grow their business with powerful content that connects, nurtures, and converts. So if you're ready to create standout content that gets you noticed and remembered, or build an aligned audience who love you and are ready to buy from you, you're in the right place. I believe that content has the power to connect us all. It's up to you how you use it. Listen in for genuine and insightful chats with guests, as well as practical tools and strategies from me. It's so lovely to have you here. Let's dive into the show. Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome to episode 93 of the Powerful Content Podcast. I hope you're well. As we wind down to the end of the year, I want to encourage you to take time out from your business and give yourself time to dream. I've got two more episodes for you this year, and then we'll have a few weeks of the most popular episodes so far before we dive back into 2024, almost right on 100 episodes, which is pretty exciting. So make sure you hit subscribe and queue up your summer listening with the Powerful Content Podcast. Now, whilst I don't particularly want this year to hurry up and end, I do think it's important to start thinking ahead and understanding how you might approach your content and in particular, your email marketing in 2024. Now, there's been a couple of industry changes recently that you really do need to be aware of that may shape the way you think about email marketing. So I wanted to bump my scheduled end of year wrap up episode to bring you this one instead. Personally, it's not going to have too much of an impact on my business or that of my members inside the content effect as as my philosophies to content creation really underlie the new direction of email marketing anyway, which I also happen to cover off in my book, The Power of Content. But what I'd really love for you today is for this episode to be one that inspires you to do something a little bit different in 2024 and perhaps motivate you to take action on some level. So let's start from the beginning. Why do you need email marketing in your life? Now, I know that many of you are squirming right now at the mention of email marketing, and it can bring up a bit of resistance. I often hear things like, I feel like I'm annoying my audience if I send too many emails, or people don't want to hear what I have to say, or I've got nothing to say, or I don't like clogging up people's inboxes, or people already receive too many emails, they don't need one from me. So many fears can stop you from pressing send. The fear of ridicule, what if you make a spelling mistake? The fear of clogging up those inboxes, the fear of putting yourself in the spotlight, or the fear of being annoying. But I want you to stop right there. Stop, stop, stop. Let's think about this logically for a moment. First of all, someone has signed up to your list because they want to hear from you. Secondly, they've given you one of their most coveted, prized possessions in the entire world, their email address. So they want you to use it. If they don't want to hear from you, they'll unsubscribe. It's called choice. And it's a good thing if they do, as you'll find out shortly. Remember, people want and need to hear from you. So please don't let this be a reason not to send an email to your subscribers. In your entire content ecosystem, having an email list and building it continuously is one of the highest priorities, in my opinion. But it's something that continually falls to the bottom of your list when it comes to content. Am I right? (laughs) Within my entrepreneurial lifetime, there's been a few instances where social media platforms have actually gone offline for a day 
And this sends people into absolute tears because they can't connect with their audience. But if you have an email list, it's yours forever to do with as you wish, within reason, of course. So let's explore why you should be using email marketing in your business. The biggest benefit of email marketing is one that I've just covered, the fact that you own it and you can always do what you want with it, even when social media or other platforms may go down. But there's plenty of other reasons why you should be focusing on loving on your email subscribers. They want to hear your message. They've willingly given you over that prized possession their email address for something of yours of value. They clearly dig you. Don't leave them hanging and commit to keeping in contact with them. The second reason is that you will have a higher reach than on social media. And this is a big one in my opinion. Reach on socials is around 5% at best at the moment. And even then, not everyone who sees your post is following you or even your ideal client. So this means that if you have a following of 500 people, approximately 25 people will see your post. With average open rates of emails, on the other hand, sitting at around 20% plus, if you have 500 subscribers, 100 people are going to see your email. That's four times, four times the number of people seeing your content and a very good reason to start building your list now. It also gives you the ability to target different segments with different messages. I really love how you can tweak your content based on who's receiving it, something that's impossible to do with social media. A great example of this is during a launch period, perhaps, when you might have different bonuses for people depending on what actions they've been taking, or perhaps you want to send one type of email to people who signed up for your webinar and a different one to those who didn't. It also allows you to use metrics to drive your decisions. So email marketing gives you the perfect immediate feedback you need to make decisions on things like subject lines, what people are clicking on, what they're interested in deliverability and engagement as well. It can drive traffic to other pieces of your content ecosystem. So well-written and targeted emails can help you get more eyes on things like your website, your blogs, your podcasts, your videos, or your socials. The more touch points that they have help embed your subscriber as a fan and really help them to become a warm lead so that they are more likely to buy from you. And we all know that the more touch points that people have with us, the more quickly they are likely to purchase from us. Another great reason to have email marketing in your life is it's cost effective. It can actually cost you nothing, absolutely nothing to start. And it can be a long time before you even need to start paying for an email marketing platform. To attract people to sign up to your list, you can even use the free version of Canva to create a downloadable. It's super easy and simple to do. Another great reason to do email marketing is to nurture and convert. So emails are a great way to educate your audience, whether it's about your skills, your abilities, how to do something, how to work with you, how to solve their perceived problems, your message. It's your opportunity to guide them through the client journey to the point where they want to purchase and work with you. And lastly, it's a really important launch tool. Emails are a really vital way to communicate whilst you're going through a launch phase. Not only can you educate about your new thing, but you can use emails strategically to set up teasers, run a five-day challenge in the lead up, create mini funnels, and finally to announce the actual launch. Now, I think that email marketing and sales have a pretty bad rap, thanks to some people who use it in a way that's really not heart or human-centric. And because I know you're a purpose-led entrepreneur with a huge heart because you're listening to this podcast, 
I know that you're hesitant to use email marketing as part of your content ecosystem. But just remember, take time, take time to fine tune your email marketing and remember that there's no magic formula or no magic strategy. A few changes can mean the difference between a long-time loyal customer or an unsubscriber. Now, to make sure that you stay relevant and in people's inboxes, there's a number of things that I believe you need to do, especially with the upcoming changes introduced by Google and Yahoo, which I'll talk about in a moment. But this goes beyond crafting the perfect hook for your subject line or how you lay out your email or how many times you email your subscribers, or what time of day you send it. This is about creating a content ecosystem that you love, that you enjoy using, so that you can nurture your ideal client, and one that serves them as well. It's really about being purposeful and powerful. And so how do we do this with our email marketing? Well, there's five main ways I think that we can make sure that we stay relevant in 2024 and beyond. The first thing is to attract an aligned audience, not hashtag all the people. (laughs) This starts with a lead magnet that's niched and targeted. And if you want to know more about how to build your email list with the right clients, then go back to episode 52. I'll pop the link to that episode in the show notes. The second thing is make sure that your first few welcome emails after someone has first joined your email list have a great subject line, but most importantly, provide value. You do not need to go straight into selling. It's the value that will nurture your beautiful ideal client and eventually convert them when they're ready. The third thing is that email marketing is about nurture before sales. I want you to forget about sales funnels and making a sale with every single email that you send, whether it's automated or whether you're sending it regularly. Sometimes, or mostly actually, (laughs) it's about nurturing, providing that value and building the stack of reliability so that you become the person that they want to work with when the time is right. Now, go back to episode 28 if you want to know more about email automations. The fourth point is that when you speak from the heart, you'll attract the right people who love what you say and want to hear from you, are ready to open your emails, are ready to read, are ready to consume. This is about knowing in your soul, at your core, what you stand for. And this makes the basis of your message as well. So if you want to know more about messaging, episode 32 and 65 are the ones for you. And the last point is we really need to maintain that balance between sending too few emails and too many emails to avoid being marked as spam and being designated eternally to the junk and spam folders. With these five things in mind, let's talk about the new Google and Yahoo changes and what it means for you. Now, if you're on my email list, then you'll already be aware of these upcoming changes being introduced by Google and Yahoo and what you need to be doing right now. And side note, if you're not on my email list, then go and check out one of my free offers in the show notes, like my content review and planning guide. Now, I'm not going to go into great detail here about the changes as it can get a bit technical. So I'm just going to give you the high level dot points of the changes and the specific action that you should be taking now so that your emails don't end up in spam in 2024 and remain relevant to your subscribers. Now, as of February 2024, Google and Yahoo are implementing changes to help reduce the influx of spam into our inboxes, which is a good thing, right? No one likes unsolicited emails. The problem is, though, as an email sender, you need to be aware of these changes. 
Otherwise, your emails may not arrive in your subscriber's inbox at all. So the first change is this. There are three specific types of domain authentication that are required. I'm not going to go into the technical details here because it can get a bit complex, but there's plenty of tools that you can use to check out your domain authority and I'll pop them in the show notes as well. But just know that this authentication is like bits of code that tag along with your email to show that it's come from you, that you're legitimate, and that someone hasn't intercepted the data along the way and captured it for themselves to use inappropriately. Now, most email marketing platforms should have this covered. However, you will need to use your own domain name. Now, this is a very important note. You need to send emails, even from your email marketing platform, from your own domain name. So not like mel.daniels at gmail.com or meld at hotmail.com, but something like hello at meldbusinessservices.com.au, where meld business services is my website name, my domain. You can't use a generic Gmail, Hotmail, Yahoo, iCloud address anywhere that you can get a free email address as you can't authenticate a domain name that doesn't belong to you. So if you haven't already, action number one, most important, is you need to purchase your own domain name to be deemed a legitimate sender. The consequences of not doing this is that your email will 100% end up in spam junk or worse still, it may not even be delivered to your subscriber at all. A huge consequence in my books. So make sure you've got that domain name. The second change is that on all of your emails, you will need a one-click unsubscribe. Now, like I said, most email marketing platforms should have this covered, should have one-click unsubscribe links in all of your emails that you send out, but it's worth checking. I went through a three-step unsubscribe the other day It was so tedious. And in the future, the consequences of this is you could be seen as a spammer, which really impacts the next change. So change number three is that you need to maintain a low spam complaint rate. So Yahoo and Google have set this rate at 0.3% and it's up to you to manage it. So to avoid being seen as spam or marked as spam, You really need to send emails that people care about and want to open. Conversely, make sure that the right people are on your email list. Clean your list now of people who haven't opened an email in the last 60 days because they are going to bring your authority down. If you have a small list, just manually look for duplicate or inaccurate addresses and remove them. You want your deliverability rate to be high and your open rate as high as possible. So the consequences of not cleaning up your list and making sure that the right people are on your list is that you will have a lot of undelivered emails and that will only bring down your authority and we don't want that. So so now you should be able to see how my approach to email marketing and content in general is going to help you stay relevant and stay in your subscribers' inboxes simply by following those five suggestions and I'll just reiterate them now. First is to attract an aligned audience, not hashtag all the people. The second is that, you know, make sure that your first few welcome emails when your subscriber first joins your list provide value and not sales. That email marketing is about nurture before sales. That when you speak from your heart, you'll attract the right people who love what you say and want to hear from you and maintain that balance between sending too few and too many emails. 
And that's the crux of how you can remain relevant with your email marketing in 2024 and beyond. When you understand that when we move from a transactional and numbers-based approach to content marketing to one that really values and focuses on humans and relationships, then you're going to experience business growth and personal growth too. If you'd love to stay connected in 2024 with me, make sure that you hit that subscribe button on the platform you're using right now to listen to this podcast episode so you'll be notified of when a new episode drops. Or grab one of my free resources in the show notes so that you can see firsthand how I use email marketing for my business. Talk soon. Thanks so much for listening. That's it for another week. To get more powerful content in your life, make sure you're following along on socials. My handle is at Meld Business. And just in case you're wondering, the groovy music for this podcast was created by Just Here on SoundCloud. I'd also be super grateful if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast so more amazing women like you can experience the power of content. And if you're like, hell Mel, stop talking. I'm ready to work with you now. Here's how we can work some powerful content magic together. Firstly, come and join the content effect. My membership, Inspiring Women with Service-Based Businesses to ditch the content chaos and start creating standout content that gets you noticed and makes sales. You can join us by using the link in the show notes or just Google the content effect. The second way we can work together is via my one-on-one packages. We can create a sustainable content strategy or start to build out your client journey. It's up to you. Pop on over to meldbusinessservices.com.au forward slash services to find out more. Until next time, have a beautiful week and embrace the power of your content.